Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson. Wife, mom blessed by adoption, Jesus freak, wonderluster, overcomer, encourager, and an intentional living coach for moms. If you've stumbled upon this podcast, you're likely a Christian mom who's seeking more peacefully productive days. And what does that mean when we put it together? Well, first and foremost, we're focused on the peace that surpasses understanding and the steadfast loving kindness that comes from our Father in heaven. Next, we're focused on being good stewards of all our gifts and resources that we have been given in this life. And next, we want to be productive members of our family and our home, as well as our community and the kingdom. So if that sounds like you, let's go dig into today's episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and I am super excited to jump in with you guys today talking about self-care. But first, I want to know, what does self-care mean to you? What comes up when you hear that word? Is it even biblical? So many things can come up. And I think a big reason why is that self-care is is kind of a term that was created, I want to say maybe about a decade ago, um, that the world uses, I believe, to try and find a shortcut to actual soul care. Um, I think self-care is is truly a cover-up for, for soul care and what I have dubbed as biblical self-care. You can go back and listen to episode 22 to hear more about what God has shown me about biblical self-care. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later in this episode as well, but I want to know what comes up for you. What feelings do you feel when somebody mentions the word self-care? What does self-care look like for you? Maybe it's non-existent. I'm just very, very curious, right? And and so today, the day that this episode has aired and was published, I have created a post in the Intentional Abundance community asking self-care, what does it mean to you? And so I would love if you could jump in there and leave a comment and just let me know. It'll help me glean and, and understand more about what is going on in the minds of the other mamas listening to this and leaning into whatever it is that the Lord puts on my heart. And I'm asking you specifically, Ashley, Rebecca, Megan, Mary, Jennifer, whoever you are that is listening to the Intentional Abundant Life podcast, because I have a group of ladies in the community. I have people that I interact with regularly. I have clients, I have friends, and honestly, a lot of people that I talk to don't listen to this podcast regularly, or maybe have never even heard an episode. But as of today, there are over 1,700 listens on the 30-something episodes that I have put out. So I know people are listening, but I want to know who you are. So please, please join us in the community. It's a safe space. It's a vulnerable space. People come on and have prayer requests and share things about their marriage, about their parenting, about themselves. And it's just a very beautiful, transparent, highly engaged, interactive community. And you are welcome. So please join us in there. 
We're going to get back into the topic of self-care today. And um, I think I think self-care is truly a simple thing, but we definitely overcomplicate it because we're moms and there's all these pains of mom life, right? Of, of how we're living today. And it's kind of this idea of like the sacrificial mom. That is going to be a whole other podcast episode that I'm going to dig into. Um, I've just got so many thoughts and just feelings and, um, and just things that God has really been pressing on my heart in terms of this sacrificial mom. And I have, I have air quotes up. Um, but even more so, many of us, many of us as moms are living from this place with a lack of joy, overwhelm, loss of identity, this hot mess, stressed out mom life, lacking clarity, sometimes lacking purpose. And like, what are we meant to do outside of motherhood and mom life? Feeling like we're not a good mom, um, lacking in boundaries, no time for ourselves, no time for fun and adventure. This idea of that we're just a mom, we can't keep up, we're not enough, all at the same time, we're too much. And it's a struggle. And I know I'm not the only one. This is really like all you hear about in social media and everywhere, right? But I think it's very toxic the way people talk about and approach motherhood in this idea of self-care. And I also think that a lot of this stems from mindset. So getting back to, I think self-care is truly a simple thing. Basically, what we need to do is stop listening to what the world says. And I hear all the time, there's this TikTok, Instagram reel, whatever it is going around now, the famous quote, you cannot pour from an empty cup. And it's this little kid, you cannot pour from an empty cup. And the kid says, I said it slowly because you don't seem to listen. And so it's just super cute. I love it as well. Um, but we have to sit down and think about that, right? You cannot pour from an empty cup. And, and truly, if a cup is empty, you cannot pour from it. But then there was this Christian like counterpart post to that, that somebody had wrote that was floating around for a while. And I still see it see it periodically come up and it talks about, yes, you can, like, that's what you're meant to do. And it's almost like this. I totally get it. Right. We're it's a polarizing take on this. You cannot pour from an empty cup and it's backed with scripture and there is biblical truth in there. And I'm not disagreeing with that, but I feel like that could almost come across and be just as toxic as the you can't pour from an empty cup thing. If we break it down, it can be just as toxic as this mom shaming culture or this, you have too much self-care. You don't have enough self-care. This looks like the worldly self-care. And so I think just so much stuff comes up when we think about self-care, which is why at the very beginning, I'm asking you to please jump in the community and let me know what comes up for you when you think about self-care. For me, when I think about self-care, the basis of it is living from the peace that surpasses understanding. And that is not something that I can produce in myself. That is something that comes from a supernatural force through the Holy Spirit given to me by my almighty creator. And I will stand here day in and day out and tell you that. So if you're not a believer and you do not know him yet, sister, stick around because there is good stuff where he is. <laughs> And so I feel like God really showed me this 
biblical self-care from um from mark 12 i believe it's mark chapter 12 i don't know why i'm forgetting this right now but from mark 12 and it comes it stems from deuteronomy right a lot of times in scripture there's a repeat of like the same verse but it's in the old testament now in the new testament but i love the way that mark talks about this this from Deuteronomy six, where he says the love of the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all of your strength, these four areas, that is our emotional health, our mental health, our physical health, and our spiritual health Four powerhouse areas. And of course, to me, self-care is about plugging in and connecting with God daily. And it goes back to that you can't pour from an empty cup. No, because you want to be pouring from a cup that is overflowing with the living water of Christ, like living in you, right? Flowing out of you into others, into your children, into your family, into your community, into your clients, whoever it is that you're serving, even into the grocery store clerk, even to the FedEx guy who's delivering a package at your door to be pouring out regularly. But if that cup is empty, because you're not connecting with him, you have nothing else to pour out. So it's bringing in both of this. You can't pour from an empty cup, plus this um, polarizing Christian, I don't know, influencer, author, whoever wrote that post, their take, right? Bringing them together to what is truth. And I believe self-care is about soul care because we are a soul in a body, not a body in a soul. We were built for him to be in relationship with him. Of course, we need relationship with him. I mean, it's so simple when you break it down to the core basis of it. I believe it's about being in and living in the present moment. It's not thinking about what happened in the past. And it's not thinking about what's about to happen in the future. Like scripture talks about that too. It's about living in the present moment and being there with your kid when he's playing with that toy or playing hide and seek or needs something from you, right? But how are we supposed to live in that state of being in the present moment all the time? I really do think we have to plug into him and we have to provide ourselves those things that we need, those things that fire us up and bring us joy because I believe God put those things in our hearts in our souls for a reason. And I think it's about living from the core of who we are and who God created us to be and leaning into that and leaning into him in that. But the world has us so confused. The world will have us say, you know, go on a drive and blast music from the early 90s, you know, and and get an ice cream cone or go for a pedicure or whatever else, which, yeah, it can be those things. Self-care can be bubble baths. I love the water. I connect with the Lord in the water. Don't take away my baths, but I would prefer you hold the bubbles. (laughs) I could do without the bubbles. So it can be those things too. But we cannot skip over the fact that the soul aspect of it is, I like that, the soul, like the soul of your shoe, but also the soul inside of you, the soul aspect of it is that we need to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to us. And sisters, please do not doubt that this is for you. 
that this actually intentional, abundant life, this life of peace and steadfast love is for you. And I'm not going to say, oh, look at me. I never get overwhelmed. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I do. Like my husband knows this. My son knows this. My close friends know this. They see it, right? I get overwhelmed. I get stressed. I end up adding too much stuff on my plate. I can sometimes neglect my self-care or self-sabotage myself just like anyone else. I'm human, right? But I come from a background of trauma. I come from like just shambles and dust and dirt. Like I am nothing and I am no one. And if I have come to a place of living in a vast majority of time, these purposefully productive and and peaceful days, if I can live in this space of peace that surpasses understanding in a vast majority of my circumstances, even the ones that feel out of control, then you can too. And so all this to say, I am teaching a simple biblical self-care workshop because I believe self-care can be simple. And I believe self-care is biblical. You just have to choose to not listen to what the world says and instead listen to what God says and scripture says and what he tells your heart. And I'm teaching this as a masterclass. And I thought it was a funny word at first because I've done challenges and workshops and retreats and whatever else. And and I looked up, well, what's the difference between a workshop and a masterclass? And they were actually reversed to what I had thought. So a masterclass is like, you're coming to learn, but you're also coming to get the application part of it. And I am big on application. I was hesitant even about when I released the Life and Goals Planner for it being out there because it's in the hands of over 50 women now. And I don't like, I have them in my email and in my community, and I've reached out to almost every single one of them, and, and not a lot reach back, right? Not a lot will ask for help or insight or clarity. And I've dubbed this in a sense like a DIY life coach because you literally can. Like it is the exact tools that I use to pick myself up out of a four months into motherhood, left my career and everything, wondering who the heck I am, what is for me, and and picked up out of that, walked through all of these techniques with the Lord, and And this is what he gave me to share. And so I know that there's so much goodness in there. I know that if you sit down and do it, it works, but your mind not might not work like mine. You might struggle. And so I've included a free 30 minute um, strategy session with the planner. Very few people have taken me up on that. And so I'm just sitting here wondering, like, are they doing the application? And so I, that's why I love coaching. I love walking alongside women and being their partner, being their ally, having them in my telegram, reaching out to them or them to me regularly, seeing them once a week. It's a way that we're able to do life together and have a true partner because I am so in love with the application part. I digress. That was a little side tangent. Wasn't planning on getting on that today, but The whole point of this class is not just to learn about biblical self-care, right? And get to the foundation of like, okay, what is self-care in a way that's actually going to help me at the core of who I am and help me live in the space that I want to live in? 
but you're also going to walk away with a self-care plan that is built for you in alignment with scripture that is actually doable because you're the one creating it in this masterclass. It's so cool. I'm so excited. We are going to use pages um, and tools from the life and goals planner in there. So if you don't have the life and goals planner, you're going to get some of those pages for completely free in this workshop. They will be included in your workbook. Um, but we're also going to establish these routines to do some very powerful yet simple things for you. And I love this post that I saw um, just the other day that said, sometimes I need a reminder to take care of myself and to make sure I'm okay. And I think as moms, we all do. Even as dads, we do. My husband and I are going to jump on probably later this month and have a conversation about self-care for men because it's it's a powerful conversation and it's something they need too. And it looks totally different than self-care for women. I will give you in on that. But, um, but it's, it continues on to say, because my children deserve the best of me, not just what is left of me. And honestly, so do I. And I completely agree. I believe that God built us to thrive, not survive motherhood. He created motherhood as a catalyst. It is surely part of our sanctification process and our sanctification journey. No doubt there, like hands up in the air, praising God for all that he is teaching me through motherhood. But I believed he created it to be so much good in our lives. And he created us to be good for our children. And in order to be the best that we can be for them and not be continually showing up and serving them from scraps because we're frustrated and we're tired and we're burnt out and we just need a minute and we're overwhelmed and we can't even remember the last time we were able to shower by ourselves and we've got this mamas. And so I want to see you in this masterclass, Simple Biblical Self-Care. It is April 2nd, early morning here in Alaska. Check out the show notes. The link to the landing page is there, as well as the link to the Productively Peaceful Moms Club, which I had talked about earlier in this episode. Visit the show notes, click those links, jump in, get on this, sisters because it is going to be so amazing and it's going to be so powerful. The ladies who are going to come into this workshop are going to walk away with a refreshed heart, mind, and soul. They're going to walk away renewed. They're going to walk away with a plan to serve themselves in a way that allows them to pour from this peace that surpasses understanding. And so I cannot wait to see you there.